0: It's only entertainment. Welcome back to the Talking Hedge. I'm Josh Kincaid, capital markets analyst and host of your cannabis business podcast. Join so out here at uh, MJ Unpacked at the Mandalay Bay in Vegas. I'm here with Brendan Lynch of Juicy Holdings. Brendan, thanks for being here with the Talking Hedge. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah. So, um, what is Jushi, um, and how did you get into the game personally?
1: Yeah, so I uh, actually just started the company two months ago. Um, I came from a purely kind of you know traditional retail background, spent 17 years running the global retail business for anthropology. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, started with them in 1995, they had two stores, there was like 20 of us in the business, about a $6 million business, 17 years later, uh, left the company as the head of global retail uh, with 175 stores globally. and. Four different countries, um, billion-dollar business, six thousand employees, so pretty, uh, pretty incredible. Seventeen years, uh, left then and spent about two years doing the same thing for David Yerman uh, in New York, and then for the last five years, was the CEO of Rudy's Barbershop. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's quite
0: the transition. Quite
1: a transition. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so how, how did that whole pivot thing work out? So you were at Rudy's Barbershop in Seattle. That's where I'm from. Yep. Kind of interesting. Yep, yep. Very
1: weird. <laughs> I know. Right. Um,
0: how did that whole thing roll out? Where you went from a barbershop to cannabis? Talk to me a little bit about that that transition because I think it's it's tangible to a lot of people not only the investor audience that's listening but the entrepreneurial audience as well that are looking to kind of pivot from their own barbershop into cannabis or whatever else that have maybe you know the the um not Wall Street but uh corporate background experience or whatever it is Uh, I think there's a lot of transferable skills that you know you are sort of leading by um you know you're, you're leading the charge and you're an inspiration to a lot of people I think that that are listening because yeah. that's not a normal yeah, yeah. Uh, progression
1: it's not a typical path you're yeah right. yeah right. so
0: you know maybe you can kind of explain that how did that happen was yeah. it a series of uh, fortunate events were you lucky or was it uh, focused it
1: was pretty intentional so yeah. you know when I left Rudy's uh, I conducted really for the second time in my career kind of a proper search and was looking at kind of all things wellness so wellness concepts fitness concepts healthcare concepts and cannabis And cannabis kind of kept kind of pulling me and spoke with a few companies, Uh, generally was finding a lot of really well capitalized companies, very successful, Uh, but often was finding that there wasn't really a really strong management team kind of built around the founder. Um, And that was one of the points of differentiation that attracted me to Jushi is Jim, our founder and CEO, put together an incredible management team with really diverse backgrounds, some retail, some non-retail, some cannabis. And, um, you know, and, 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 you know, I think... it's cool because I'd say 80% of what I do is what I've always done it's about customer experience and employee experience and culture and store design and operations and all that but there's about 20% or so that's you know new to me because of the business um, because of the industry the product that I'm you know not able to apply all the same things you know directly uh, so we have to get, be creative about kind of how we solve some of these problems so it's fun to be like challenged again and, 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 and um, you know have kind of new problems to solve. And um, yeah, it's, it's been interesting because, as, as, as you said, you know, there's been this kind of like flee from flee from fashion, you know, where you have a lot of these you know fashion retailers that are saying, okay, you know, what? it's kind of like not so exciting anymore, you know, and not a lot of great places to do it, and uh, to be able to do that in cannabis is is, is you know is pretty exciting.
0: Yeah, it is. There's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. Um, maybe you could kind of explain a little bit about um, your your method of figuring out where you're going to go. Uh, being a multi-state operator, it had a, a huge Uh, push for investors um, leading up to 2019 during the pandemic, creating some opportunities with either distressed assets on the West Coast or new emerging markets. You guys tend or seem to be more focused on the emerging markets. Mm -hmm. Can you kind of explain, um, as best as you can, how you kind of make those decisions on where you go and and why you've chosen the the locations you have?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right now we have 25 locations. Uh, We have a couple in Massachusetts. We have 15, soon to be 18 in Pennsylvania, one, soon to be two in Virginia, four, in Illinois, two in California, and then you know, a bunch more next year. And it's been a combination of, of acquisitions, uh, like the one we just did in uh, Massachusetts, uh, Massachusetts with Nature's Remedy, um, which gave us two new stores and a grow facility, and then the one we just announced here in, 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 in Nevada uh, with the apothe- apothecarium. So, um, so yeah, so it's been a kind of a blend of acquisitions and then and then you know getting awarded licenses and opening new locations. And you know, to your point, it's um, it's, it's another interesting thing. Coming from you know my background, you 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 know, kind of start off in those kind of top tier kind of sexier cities like New York and San Francisco and L.A. and places like that. Um, you know, but what I think we found is that those places you know are are you know in most cases you know well saturated. And it doesn't mean we should, you know, shouldn't be there. But um, I think we have to think about how to be there strategically. California's a great example of that. You know, we know we want to be in, and should be in California, um, but we're going to do it, you know, the right way, the smart way, strategically. Um, we don't need to have, you know, twenty locations in the first two years. We started off with two. We'll have another two next year. So, um, so yeah, so I think it's about understanding kind of, you know, where the opportunity is, where the customers are and where there's an opening for us if that makes sense
0: how do you fund your your expansions are you using companies like IIPR for sale leaseback options being that lending is very difficult and or incredibly expensive mm-hmm. how do you make that Choice of, of where to go with financing, and, and ultimately, what route do you go with?
1: Yeah, yeah. So just kind of getting involved in that part of the process. We have an incredible, you know, um, IR team and, and finance team that, are, and, and obviously Jim and, uh, and John, our president, that have been really kind of leading the effort on fundraising. Um, but we're raising, you know, we're raising capital. So um, so all of the, these investments, both in real estate um, and in, in other ways, um, you know, it's all through you know kind of additional raised capital, um, and and you know the capital we currently have in place.
0: What about the valuations of some of the um, brands and, and other uh, acquisitions you've made? Um, I've seen Select go out and make $800, $900 million acquisitions in Oregon that has way too many farmers, and I'm not sure that those valuations are uh, realistic. I've seen what Aurora and Canopy have done with the billion and $3 billion write-offs. How do you ensure that the investor capital coming in isn't going to malinvestment?
1: Yeah, you know again Jim uh, Jim's background um, is, is in finance um, you know started founded and, 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 and sold a couple of you know significant hedge funds um, and you know he just he understands kind of you know you know what that should look like and where the opportunities are um, and you know thus far as you know has you know done very well. Um, so, so yes, yeah, so I think it's between like Jim and, and, and John and, and the rest of the team, um, you know, they've been very smart and strategic about the acquisitions we made um, and at the
0: valuations that that makes sense. And we've gotten some really good deals both in Massachusetts and in Nevada as well. Are you worried about commercial real estate prices being the highest they've ever been?
1: You know, I think that um, I think that there's, um, again, we're looking where we're looking and where we're considering you know, locations. Um, we're finding, you know, deals that are pretty opportunistic. So um, you know we don't necessarily also need to be on yeah you know, at Main and Main um, you know a lot, of, a lot of the customer will come to us um, as long as it's still convenient enough and 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 um, you know not too far out of the way um, you know we don't have to pay that premium at Main and Main we can we can kind of be off Main and Main a bit as long as it still makes sense for uh you yeah, for the customer
0: Beyond Hello retail store I I haven't been to but it seems like you guys Pick that up because of the user experience that it provides in my um, my opinion is that people don't really care about products they care about the experience and and that could be a restaurant so people are gonna go out and the food could be great but if you yeah. have a great experience they're gonna really remember that more than their palate absolutely. in my opinion absolutely I don't want to put words in your mouth how are you providing that user experience in order to get people to come back when there yeah. are other places to go for
1: sure yeah yeah I mean honestly that's again that's one of the things that most excited me about this you know this industry and specifically Jushi um having a team Arami that can you know th- you know that can that can help me do, that can do this with me is you know there's really kind of no one that's really kind of like set the standard of what cannabis retail should look like um there are plenty of great dispensaries that have really great experiences um uh, including some bars um but um but there's really no one that's really kind of set the standard yet so you know the idea of being part of a team that you know that that can do that and really kind of define you know what does cannabis retail look like what does that experience look like um, is super exciting um, and you know I think it comes down to really kind of you know two things you know one is to 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 be able to create an unimagined customer experience in cannabis and then kind of alongside that very importantly to create an unimagined employee experience in cannabis so that we can find the best talent keep the best talent and and, and um, you know support the growth in the future so so yeah, I think it's really all about, um, you know, you have a customer that really wants a very fast, efficient experience, um, so they want curbside delivery, they want, I'm sorry, curbside pickup, they want delivery, they want express pickup, um, so how do, you, how do you serve that customer in a very fast and efficient way, but also still give them, you know, a taste of the brand, you know, and not, not have it be purely transactional, and then you have another customer um, who, who really wants that in-store experience, and to your point, you know, it's, it's um, you know, maybe as important, if not more, than the actual product and the price of the product. So, looking at ways to really engage that customer and, and you know give them kind of the full expression of, of the the Beyond Holo brand, um, you know, in the store, and that's um, that's really kind of been you know, the initial focus over my last couple of months.
0: It can be really intimidating walking into a store and seeing yeah. two thousand SKUs. So, California specifically had a huge ramp up with COVID and the lockdowns. Yeah. Uh, still remaining essential business, but utilizing de- uh, delivery. We don't mm-hmm. have that in Washington State. Uh, but delivery did ramp up significantly during the pandemic. How do you offset that experience, the user experience for the retail shop, when people are going online?
1: Yeah. Yeah, so online we launched uh, last um, March, so March of 2020, um, just in time. Yeah, you know, things are just kind of locking down, so the timing couldn't have been better. Um, and it's been incredibly successful. Um, Dre and his team, our creative, uh, our creative director, um, sorry, chief creative director, um, you know, did an incredible job at building a platform that's that's intuitive, that looks good, that um, that allows us to have you know ratings and reviews. And um, and you know really gives the, the customer the opportunity to really kind of start their their journey you know online um, before they even come into the store to pick it up or, or, or shop some more, so um, that business is growing considerably. It's, it represents almost two thirds of our of our orders now start online. And um, and when we first launched, I think we did thirty thousand dollars in the first day. Um, we have record-setting days and weeks every week, and had our first million-dollar day last Friday. Oh wow! So um, yeah, million-dollar pre-orders. That's so awesome. Pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, which is great again because it gives us the opportunity in the stores to be able to you know serve that customer fast and efficiently because that's what they want typically. Um, but it allows us that kind of that time to really focus on the customer who wants uh, a, a, you know a longer period of time with us in the store, um, particularly as it relates to education.
0: Blood tender turnover is crazy, and and I'm not talking about the great resignation yeah. that we're seeing now yeah. that's making that situation even worse. Yeah. So with the great resignation, how, you mentioned uh, employees and teamwork and everything is, is really critical to your success. Yeah. I'm going to name off seven things, keeping with the the, the leaf. Yeah. There's seven things here I'm going to list off. You tell me which one you think is the most important in terms of uh, employees. Trust, empower, appreciate, mentor, Involved, challenged, or on a mission. So Team Icon is is the acronym. If people trust their employees, empower them, appreciate them, mentor them, challenge them, uh, and then make them feel like they're on a mission, that Team Icon will uh, essentially make them be uh, a high um, morale, as well as high sales, as yep. well as keeping cheeks in seats and yep. not uh, the turnover. So when you hear trust and power, appreciate, mentor, involve, challenge, and on a mission, which one uh, makes the, the hair on the back of your that's, neck stand up?
1: That's a, that's a tough one. I mean, obviously all so important, um, but I would I probably say involve is probably the most important. You know, people people want to feel like they're part of something. Absolutely. They, they want to be heard. Um, they want to be recognized. Um, they want to be able to contribute. They want mm-hmm. to have responsibility. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting, you know, over, the, over all these years in, in this business, um, you know, usually when you some, lose someone, um, it's not because of money. It's not no. because of, of, of benefits. And those things are all important, of course, because of a uh, boss. But it's because of a boss. Yeah, people work for people, for sure. And and, you know, it's something that I value, you know, very, you know, very um, significantly and, and, and Jushi does as well. Um, um, is you know how do you give people that that ownership and that responsibility and let them feel involved? Um, it's, it's, it's it's critical.
0: Yeah. Well, you Jim's know. a good dude. You're spoiled to I be am. able to work for him. I really
1: am. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he honestly. Uh, again, I mean, the, the, the moment I met him in a half hour, I was like, okay, let's do this. Let's you know, let's do it. So it's been great. First two months in, it's been terrific.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. You're at MJ Unpacked. Uh, what are you looking to get out of it?
1: You know, it's, it's, my first, uh, it's my first time here. Um, it's been super interesting, um, like this, you know, the whole business has been the last couple of months. Um, learning a lot, um, you know, I was at, I walked the floor yesterday, a lot of it not directly applicable, a lot of it was cultivation and, and equipment and things like that, but f- always fascinating to see. Uh, but I was able to see, um, you know, meet, meet some good vendors, um, some of our software vendors and, you know, partnerships that we already have. Uh, saw some interesting kind of store design and fixturing, you know, um, folks as well. Um, today here at unpacked has been um, has been you know even more applicable there's been a lot of you know obviously product and branding and and um, and you know, more kind of you know retail focused um, folks um, so yeah it was really about you know, I think you know learning um, meeting some new people network networking with existing um, you know vendors um, and just kind of continue to build those relationships and learn
0: if people want to learn a little bit more about Jushi, um, whether it's uh, potential investors or strategic partners or just somebody that's in the state and wants to learn more, where are you guys at and how they get a hold of you personally?
1: Yeah, so jushi.co.com is our website, uh, and if you go to the uh, leadership team, a uh, management team, you'll you'll find me there. Okay, uh, and I'm also on LinkedIn, Brendan Lynch.
0: All right, we'll put Brendan Lynch's uh, contact information for. Um, LinkedIn in the, in the description. So check the show notes as well as Juicy Holdings. We'll put that website out there. So with that, we're going to roll this one up. I want to thank Alrighty. my guest, Brendan Lynch. He is the EVP of retail for Juicy Holdings. Brendan, thanks Alrighty. for being on Talking thanks so Hedge. much. Appreciate, Appreciate it. it. I'm Josh Kincaid. This is the Talking Hedge. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe or don't. And I'm out. Don't forget to smash that like button on your way out and check out these other videos that we've got.